Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Welcome back, Nicole. How are you? I am doing well, Chris. How are you? Doing great. Doing great, as usual. And just to jump into this, horse nutrition calculators, when I saw this topic, it, you know, it's been a few years since I was in the classroom, but I remember using these as a resource. So I think today's topic is going to be a little bit fun. Talking the pros and cons of horse nutrition calculators. Yeah, I think as horse owners, as a group, we're all super interested in doing the best for our horses. And there's been so much increased attention, rightfully so, on horses' nutrition and how it impacts their health, wellness, performance that now there are these abundance of tools available online. Some are free, some you know require some sort of subscription that can help you attempt to figure out, you know, what am I feeding my horse today? What might they be missing? Well, I I think it'd be helpful for the listeners if we just kind of talk about what a horse nutrition calculator is if they haven't seen it before. I mean, when you Google it, it they're they're everywhere. I mean, it seems like almost every feed company has one. So just kind of describe what they are. So they're all a little bit different, right? And they can be set up in multiple different ways. But generally speaking, what they allow you to do is input your horse's diet, their forage and their concentrate, your supplements, and then it, you know, generates some sort of report based on hopefully the category of your horse. So size, age of life, stage of production, those sort of things. That compares what their diet is today. So how many milligrams of copper are you getting? And many times it takes it to a step and it compares that daily intake to some sort of requirement, hopefully generated from the NRC. Sometimes I'm not sure where those numbers come from. But basically what it's allowing you to do is get a picture of what your horse's diet is and how many milligrams or grams of each nutrient they're consuming. Okay, so what you're saying is you you put these inputs in and then what is the output like specifically you mentioned a little bit so i go and i say okay my horse is eating two pounds of coastal bermuda grass per day uh, roughly uh, moderate quality and i'm giving a ration balancer a pound and a half per day so i i, I plug that in what's it going to tell me Again, it, it depends on the individual program because they're set up a little differently. Oftentimes, the output would look something like for crude protein, your horse is getting this many grams per day, 722 grams. And typically, they'll then compare it to the requirement and say, well, the requirement for your horse is 742 grams. So you are deficient in protein or you're in excess of protein or whatever. So generally, Again, they're all a little bit different. Generally, it's spitting out daily intake, comparing it to some sort of requirement and giving you a excessive, acceptable, low, or like a check mark you've achieved this type readout report. No, that's that's good that, you know, they do give us those outputs. But, oh, you know, when I do punch in, you know, my horse is eating coastal hay and I'm using this ration balancer or... Uh, whatever feed I'm I'm using, when it kicks back those nutrients, how do I leverage that as a horse owner? Because 
to be honest with you, if if I hadn't studied nutrition in graduate school, not even just as an undergrad, but as in graduate school, a lot of these numbers are overwhelming. I'm like, what does this mean to me? Mm, yeah. And and I think that's honestly where people run into challenges with some of these. A understanding where the inputs come from. So have we chosen the correct input? How appropriate is it for me to use an average grass hay without a hay analysis instead use one of the options that are preloaded into the program? When I then get those results, okay, so how good was the data that I put in? What do I do with the results? I think it's something that can be interesting and a good jumping off point where I tend to see issues is sometimes people kind of dive in and try to do the balancing of the diets themselves from there. Again, kind of without some of the background to fully understand holistically the scope of that. And one of the challenges is that you generally do need some background in order to interpret the results such that a lot of times people will come to us and say, hey, I use this calculator and oh my God, my horse is deficient in this nutrient. I'll give folic acid as an example. This one comes up a lot. And it's, well, there, there's no defined requirement for folic acid. So I don't understand where the calculator is generating this requirement and then telling people their horse isn't getting enough of it because the horse makes folic acid in its own hindgut. So there are no recorded dietary deficiencies of folic acid in a horse ever. So I, that's where you get a lot of data. And I think it can be just really interesting to take a look at how you use it as a jumping off point and understanding the validity of that report is where you have to be a little bit more careful. So, well, yeah, I mean, it just it seems like it's more trouble than it's worse than, you know, I remember going back in the day and using it and, and just seeing some general numbers come back. And, and, and I felt I found it useful as a tool to say, all right, if I have a horse with, you know, low impact exercise, here's some energy requirements, here's some protein requirements. And then if I go and look at high, but again, I guess you don't know where those numbers are coming from. So, oh, wow. I, it's such a tough question, but like, is there one out there that's perfect that uses the NRC that you know of, or how would I feel confident as an owner using any of these then if, if some of the numbers are, are just off or dare I say a company's using it to, to sell products? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, you touched on something I maybe wasn't going to come right out and yeah, say, Chris, yeah. is that yes, oftentimes these are tools to sell things. If I scare you that your horse is going to have XYZ problems because you have this deficiency, but hey, I sell this thing that fixes the mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, I think that's something as educated consumers we, we need to think critically about. You know, the NRC itself, I haven't looked in a long time. It does have a basic calculator. Um, a, a very crude uh, calculator that was available. I'm not sure if that still exists. But, you know, one of the things that I generally tell people is that unless their horse is having some very specific health issue, if you're feeding good quality hay and feeding at least the minimum recommended rate of a concentrate, you know, designed by a reputable company, you probably don't need to worry too much. If we want to do the whole really in-depth nutritional consultation, though, 
we need to make sure that inputs are really good for it to be valid. So that's going to be actually using a hay analysis and knowing how many pounds of hay your horse eats per day and making sure that the inputs of the product you're using are correct. I've seen, you know, our product listed on some of these with nutrients that are wildly different than what are actually in Calmanese's, for example. So, so that's challenging because, you know, it, put up there and you click I feed this and then you get a report and it turns out the inputs weren't very good in the first place. So ultimately, I think if you as a horse owner go into this with just a like, hey, I'd like to learn more, I think that can be really fun. I wouldn't recommend that you then take the output of any of these programs to try to formulate your own diet. I think I've seen things go wrong that way in a couple different ways. And I would look critically at it when you see an output that says my horse is deficient in xyz well does that particular report have references to where they're determining what the minimum amount of different nutrients the horse requires come from that's something that's really important to understanding how valid that output is i do remember that nrc calculator it was ancient <laughs> compared to today's technology i do i do and maybe I'll, I'll try to find it and we can link it in our show notes or in uh, the article that always accompanies the podcast. But yeah, I remember that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. In class using that thing. It, yeah, it was ancient, but it was based on research, right? And and the inputs for the what it was measuring was valid. So yeah, like I said, in the start of this, when you go in and type in horse feed calculator, pages and pages and pages of them come up. And then when you go and start messing around with them, some of them are just, you know, you're deficient these or you need, here's your requirements. And then others are just pushing product. So I don't know, to tie all this up, I guess, if I really wanted to analyze my horse's diet, where's the best place to go? What's the best way to go about doing? I would recommend you work with a nutritionist. Like that, that is something that we offer and are happy to help with people. I will say uh, work with a nutritionist who has the educational background uh, to do this type of work because not all people who advertise themselves as nutritionists um, necessarily have the background to make it entirely appropriate that they do so. But that would be my recommendation. As a layperson, frankly, you have way too much other stuff you need to be doing. And on top of that, you're you're an expert in your own field and we're experts that are ready to help you so that you don't have to devote a lot of time and money to trying to learn this all yourself. I would just say start listening to this podcast, you know, it's like we've done it for a couple of years now and all these topics. I mean, I've learned so much and and I've even done nutrition research and I'm still learning and, and you're teaching me new things. And I know it, as part of your career, you're constantly learning new things. You're going to conferences, talking to other researchers, doing your own research, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's the most fun part of my job by far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought I was recording this podcast, but. <laughs> second best, Chris. Yeah, second you. best. Yeah, I know. No, I know. We're both research nerds. I, I, I love doing research. Uh, so, just to tie all this up, I, I think you're right. Go see a nutritional a horse nutritional 
expert. But any final tips or advice when using these these calculators when it when it comes across your desk and and you are discussing with these owners, you know what's uh, your your final take on this? Yeah, I mean, kind of like I've said throughout, I think if you're doing it from a standpoint of like, hey, it'd be fun to learn a little bit more, get the big picture. That I think is just you know I love when people are excited about nutrition. I will say if you put the information in and the answer seems bonkers, like reach out to us who are happy to help. And we, we've we seen lots of these and we can easily talk you through. Well, you know, I know it says this, but, you know, here's the science that's actually behind that requirement and so on and so forth. You know, calories is another one that people get super hung up on on these. And like, yeah, the NRC definitely gives you a defined calorie requirement, but we all know horses have different metabolisms. So one time I was doing um, a continuing education course for veterinarians and one told me that all he learned in vet school was if they're skinny, feed them twice as much. If they're fat, feed them half as much. And to a certain extent, I mean, it, it can be that simple, provided, of course, you're feeding at least the minimum recommended rate of a product. Um, but ultimately, I think it's super exciting that people are so engaged in nutrition. You guys are engaged in nutrition listening to this podcast. But I'd encourage you not to let it create anxiety in your life by like super deep diving in some of these report type options that are out there without fully vetting that the results are appropriate. Now, yeah, that's excellent advice. Excellent advice. Thank you, Dr. Rambo. And, you know, and then thank you for you know, all the work you're doing for, for horses. I mean, you, you do, and you're out there educating horse owners around the country. And, and again, a, an available resource that is available on our show notes. You can go to the link and contact the tribute team, any questions, or you need help formulating diet for your own horses. You can also reach out to the tribute team on Instagram or Facebook, again, tribute equine nutrition, and then also tribute equine nutrition.com. Go check out the website. Thank you, Nicole. All great advice today. I found, I find it fascinating. I really do. It, it's interesting where we've gone in the last couple of decades, you know, since I was a young graduate student and where we are today. So thank you for what you do and, and thank you for the advice. Thank you, Chris.